0: Ti na You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities.
1: Talo falava, Core Rochelle Tokuingwa. My name's Rochelle, and I'm part of Core Education's Learning Experience team. I'm here today with Tina na Uruta who who is the Pacific Cultural Lead and Lead Facilitator of Early Years at Core Education.
0: Malo lava Tina Ruta. My so Rochelle o o Ruta. My name is Ruta McKenzie and as you said uh, my role here is a cultural lead and also a lead facilitator for Ellie's team.
1: Fiafatai Ruta, you're helping us out. We'd like to know more about Talanoa and its role it can play. With coaching and mentoring and so first of all I just wanted to ask you for people who might not have heard of it or know or have experienced it what is talanoa?
0: We have a saying before we talanoa there is a saying called fofola le fala se ita talanoa in Samoan in Tongan e which means spread the mat so that we can come and have a talk. And then invite family members to come together on the mat and have conversations, share stories. So talanoa means to talk, to discuss, to share conversations, to tell stories, having open dialogue and interactions, and it can go on for a long time. Talanoir is a traditional word used across the Pacific to reflect process of inclusive, participatory and transparent dialogue. So in the context of coaching and mentoring, Talanoa allows more authentic and real information sharing between people. And it's a method to talk openly from the heart. So when Talanoa goes really well, that leads to mali, which means bringing humor to the Talanoa energy and uplifting of spirits to a collective and connectedness between people and mafana of warm feelings as well because that will will allow rich conversations and interrelated information to surface as co-constructed stories.
1: heard you mention, if I have this correct, a couple of the principles of talanoa in your description of it there. Can you go through four principles of talanoa and just explain to us how they all support talanoa and what that might look like with someone in a talanoa? Uh,
0: There are four principles of talanoa and I strongly believe that these four principles of Talanoa will sit really well with the context of coaching and mentoring so we'll start with love alofa so alofa is shown in how we interact and give to others is an important and accepted way of living and being for many pacific people so care for others is essential for effective educator learner relationships and it stems from love so love drives decision making and it's shown in acts of giving and sharing. So imagine that giving and sharing within the context of coaching and mentoring as well. Because as they share conversations, you will feel that love that you want to get closer to the to the mentee. And listen carefully about how the stories are being shared. So being open, caring, listening with your heart, connections and being clear about expectations that will show love and respect for others. So one of the questions that I might like to challenge people there, so what actions do you offer To demonstrate your role or demonstrate love in your role as a mentor or as a coach. Mm. The second principle is mafana. So showing mafana is about warmth and not being threatening to both parties. At times... Some people just want to get to the point and then move on and often I've been in that situation before with some coaches coach coaches and also some mentors as well so having this warmth in a conversations builds rapport it will develop a connections to bring in that trust Between people as well. So the Talamnoa becomes more of a heart to heart and a supporting of one another rather than picking up the bad points of of the mentee or the learner as well. So, what might Mafana look like in your role as a coach and as a mentor? The third. Uh, principle is Mali. We love humor in our Talanoir as well and often people in an organization or a social place where people will often comment it oh Ruta we can hear you laughing so loud from that that group and that's because I love humor. I love to be to laugh because that's the 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 best medicine that we can bring into the Talanoa. So the Talanoa needs to have a bit of humor in order for the conversations to be real. So, for example, Pacific parents will often use an example that the teacher has given them and they will, it will turn it into something hilarious, and often I do that. So this in, indicates that both parties are starting to trust one another and the relationship building is becoming stronger. So in Tonian, malia is used to describe satisfaction with a job that is skillfully done. Isn't that great? Yeah. So think about ways that you might like to bring Mali in your Talanoanga with a mentee or a teacher or a learner. What might this look like? And the fourth principle is Fakaapaapa or fa'alualu. The respect is the final element, but it is also woven throughout the four elements and this is where the Talanoa comes to fruition. So in Maori and Pacific worldviews, respect is connected to manakitanga, translated as kindness or generosity. So being respectful and feeling respected are key to strong relationships. Also respect is keeping your thoughts to yourselves and always taking time to mull things over rather than what could be termed as a confrontational approach. So you really need to think about that space between the coach, the mentor and the mentee. You need to nurture that instead of... Taking that relationships apart. That va needs to be nurtured and to be looked after. So in Samoan, we call it teoleva, nurtured the relationships because that will reflect the principle of your respecting the other person.
1: Fantastic. I have a really strong sense from what you've described with regards to this next question. I think you've answered a lot of it already, but I just wanted to see if there there are other aspects you can add to what do you think does Talanoa teach us with regards to coaching and mentoring that is different from a Western perspective?
0: From a Pacific perspective, when a coach asks me too many questions, I get lost in the system. I'm okay, kind like um, wandering around and not knowing what how to respond. So I often got trapped in this space when I was coached with one of the senior managers in the past. I felt I felt like that I was control by responding to questions. So in Western terms, this is referred to as question stacking, and it can be threatening for some Pacific peoples, and I'm one of those people. So I believe it should be a space for a mentee or a learner to tell her or his stories of practice, instead of the coach and mentor, decided to shape their stories around a mentee by answering the questions. So the coach and mentor, you know, they often come with their own agenda. So inviting mentees by Sharing their stories in a conversational approach, I'm sure that will be a great and effective strategy to empower the mentee or a as well. And again, I'm sure they will be feel they will feel valued, and also that power sharing will come into that space as well.
1: Oh, wha tai lava. When you were describing that, I was imagining myself trying to support someone, because what you described sounds ideal for anyone. If I was in the role of trying to support someone as a mentor or a coach, something I could do to make make Talanoa happen is to allow enough time and space and for, make sure that the mentee, it's mentee led.
0: I strongly believe that will be a better space to place for them to be in that place in in terms of making them feel feel comfortable, feel that I'm important in this place. I can come prepared and I would like to share my stories of practice and I'm coming prepared to listen by the heart, the soul and the mind as well so that we will be able to come away from that space full of fun and inspired in terms of growing and also thriving as well.
1: Brilliant. In order to create that environment, would you suggest that I, because often we, when there's pauses and the gaps, we we try and, you know, jump in and from a Western perspective and fill the gaps. Is it a bit like what Celia Lashley says with her advice for sons, pause and let the silence?
0: Observe, wait and listen. Yeah. So that's, a really good strategy to use because often I come across where in situation where a coach and a mentor will finish up the mentee's contribution to a Talonor. So often I use that strategy to remind myself in terms of of, uh, having that Talonor. You need to listen more you need to observe what's happening in that space and then you can have conversations again with the mentee always create that space that the mentee or a learner will be able to feel empowered and thrive yeah you've seen how i created spaces when I have um, uh, provide professional development, I always make sure that I create the space so that the learners and the teachers will connect with who they are. And then that, again, that's important too about looking at the environment to ensure that it allows the person to talk. Because often we get into small rooms and then the stories won't come. And that's probably because the environment doesn't allow to create and bring those stories out.
1: It reminds me of a phrase that I first heard when I first started spending time with the Pacifica team at CORE. And something that I remember really vividly early on was in order to teach me, you need to know me and would you say talanoa allows that to happen
0: absolutely and also there is another saying the culture of the child cannot enter the classroom unless it has first entered the consciousness of the teacher i think that's um that's from Bernstein research as well and that fits quite nicely too, yeah, about that consciousness of the coach and the mentor as well when coming in or getting ready to have that talanoa with the learner or a mentee. And I like to finish it up with whakatoki, a proverb, a Hawaiian proverb. I believe it fits quite well with uh, our talanoa today. If you want to be fulfilled in life, listen to and act upon good advice. Fafetai lava.
1: Fafetai lava, Ruta.
0: You've been listening to a Core Education Podcast, Pushing the Boundaries of Educational Possibilities. They not